Paper made. How do you do? <laughs> it's going. It's I'm doing well. Okay. I have to say. Cool. This thank you for inviting me to your new studio. This is nice. I my have to new say. studio. This is our new studio. Oh, okay. I can put my name on it too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being at my studio. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're able to check out the couch. That the totally flipped. I said R, you said my, you, but you give an inch. You give an inch. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is really nice though. You got the visuals and stuff like that. I had to freaking get my haircut and stuff. So an extra burden. So thanks for that. You're I'm welcome. Sure. But I think the visuals is definitely uh going to add to experience experience as well so yeah um, i think it's gonna be great that's what i was thinking and good seeing you good seeing you as well and uh i guess we could just get this started i was um i was talking to a friend of mine and you know how like and you probably so uh, how do you feel about like signs do you ever ask people like what's your sign oh you're a, a moon rising that means you're this this and this yes you know? i think it's it's really cool yeah i yeah. think i think it is cool too. i think it's cool in a fun way i feel like people take it some people just use it for fun. Some people take it, I feel like, kind of seriously, you know? Yeah. And whether it's uh, good or not, I don't know. But I, I was looking it up, and um, there are some astrologists that they've conducted a few experiments. Like, there was this one guy. I can't remember his name. But he said that there's something to the time where you conceive a person and like the lining up of the planets where the child will be like this amazing athlete or something mm. like that, right? And uh, there's other, other allegations like that. And they, and some people have, uh, w- will come up with some sort of experiment with that's uh, convincing, but they're not, um, r- you can't replicate it and uh, or, or even duplicate Which it means it's difficult to do any scientific experiments. Right, right. But for you the need fun, to be able to replicate it. Right, right. But for the fun of it, let's look at our horoscope. I want to know what, what, what our horoscope says for today. Okay. All right, so I'll go first. I'm a Libra. Okay, shout out to my Libras out there. Shout out to the Virgos. Boo. <laughs> Boo, Libras up. All right, so uh, today's horoscope, uh, you are suggested to keep calm and be happier. Don't overthink about anything and work harder. Don't be too stiff towards people. You have to keep calm and become a little hotter. I don't know what that last part meant, but I, I, I kind of feel like that. I kind of feel uh, the rest of it. Mm. Don't worry. Be happy. What does yours say? Don't worry. Be happy. Mine says something along the same lines. It yeah, says, right. consider the possibility that everything you are afraid of is happening to someone else. Today, it feels like the world is pressing in on you. You trivialize your emotions. Let the nagging little voice in your head control you and don't have the energy to suppress it. Acknowledge the difference between the helpful and the harmful, the safe and the dangerous, but don't judge them. You already know what lies beneath the surface and that's a start. Right, shout out to my Virgos. Don't suppress your emotions and definitely acknowledge everything. So, all right. So I wanted to bring that up because uh, that's I, I, that's something that a fun thing that uh, people do where we're looking at the stars, right? And mm. we want to interpret things and and uh, make things applicable to us in our space in the universe. Find meaning in the grand scheme of the things. The grand design, right? Yeah. But now I it's. And since the 50s, it's been this whole like, okay, now we've been looking at the star, or thousands of years actually, we've been looking at the stars. We are getting closer and closer to not just looking at it, but 
being there and being a part of it. Yeah, so that's and understanding. Actually, that's yeah. actually want, what I want this episode to be about. So let's talk about space exploration and technology and everything we can look forward to. Let's hit the theme song. Black Hypothesis. Everybody, this is the Langston Jules and Paper Me, and we are Black, Black Hypothesis, Hypothesis STEM, STEM for the, the culture. culture. So, I've been through it. I know that a lot of mm. people probably have that idea in their mind at some point in life that, yeah, exploring what we are calling the grand scheme of things, the, yeah. the extraterrestrial seems so cool, yeah. so miraculous, you know? And at some point, many of us, especially those who are interested in STEM at yeah. some point, are just like, what is beyond the earth that we know? Have you ever had that feeling or thought? Thinking. I be thinking about it a lot. It's like, how do you really think we're the only living things out here in this whole like (laughs) galaxy upon galaxy upon galaxy? Or the only living things that could possibly exist? Let's be honest. Human beings like to create. We're really creative, Mm -hmm. and we like to birth things. We like to make things happen and invent and take care of. Yeah. Those are there. There are a couple of things in there that can evoke this nurturing and cultivative lifestyle, not just here on Earth, but in other places that we will possibly visit in the future. So there has been a part of me that's been like, how the hell can I get myself to space? Because I want to help cultivate stuff outside of this earth, too. That would oh, be okay. so cool. How can it possibly happen? Where would you want to go? I would want to go to Mars. Yeah? Yeah. I would want to go to Mars because it's been said and research has shown that Mars was a similar planet to Earth a very long time ago, yeah. but over time it just kind of died. The The water is gone and any sign of living creatures is gone. And we haven't been able to really find much that speaks to exactly how long ago it was but we but we have an idea from the signs that we see on the planet we have an idea where we can retroactively kind of figure out a a time span yeah and I think that I was watching a movie about you know NASA or some some space exploration agency that was sending a botanist into space to see if the botanist could cultivate um, plants plants on the planet. And I thought that was so interesting because usually you only see movies about and 
and the star of the movie is usually about a an astronaut yeah Yeah, space cowboy an astronaut an explorer uh uh an air force person because a lot of these these astronauts do come from like the air force and other you know uh, agencies that have professional flyers Mm -hmm. you know and Yes, they have scientists and biologists because there's no way you're going to send people out there that can't care for, understand the world around them. But this is the first time I saw a botanist, somebody who isn't really the kind of person you would expect to be able to join a force like that on, on a ship and... It was really interesting because it was all about what the motive was. So I was thinking, STEM people, if we really want to get ourselves out into space, wouldn't it be interesting if we could just make that happen ourselves by doing a bit of research and writing a paper about why our specifications our knowledge is so important your Your expertise your expertise is so important in in the development of another planet to really accept and and be what we need to live yeah yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. No, like you dope. can be convincing. That's the whole point of a paper is to be convincing and to show people like what I know is true and yeah. what I know is important. So you Look, could really this, do that. If this planet was like about to explode and they're like cherry picking people to go to another planet. I'm writing like a whole 10 page thesis on like, why you need me. Okay? Yeah. This is why you need me. All right. Listen, when you go there, what are you going to need? You're going to need power. Okay. You're going to need to know how to design, you know, all these. All and these power that things, can withstand okay? the environment that you're moving to. Right, and exactly. I know the materials. Right. And do you know the how the geomagnetic fields affect the currents in the ground and power flows? No, you don't. You need me, brother. You okay. Need, you <laughs> okay? Need Do you somebody. know how diseases spread through the air and all these other different types of atmospheres? No, you need paper made. All right. We're going to keep y'all going. You're going to need set. to understand how the environment is going to affect the human body and how the human body is going to be able to interact with others, you know. If if affected by that environment, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna start my write my paper now, just just in case, just just in case I need to uh, whip it out on anybody real real quick. Cause. If you want to make it into space, I think that would be an amazing thing to do. Is write your thesis about why, or or how your expertise and your knowledge is so important to the development of a society that could actually succeed at building a civilized community out there. Just think about it. Let's In the unknown. It. Just think about it. All right, so let's dig into it a little bit more because I think this is like a really fascinating topic. And the first thing that I want to mention is that I was kind of like just playing around. I, was, I follow this, uh, he's like a physicist guy. And he and he posted this, and he, he, he wasn't even sponsored or anything, but he posted this like website mm. that NASA has. And or it's, or it's some part of their website, 
and it's it's called like eyes.nasa.gov or something like that so definitely check it out and it's kind of cool and when you go on it um it'll give you like this a simulated view of the solar system in real time and by and it's 3d too so you can see the exact placement right now at this moment or whatever moment you're looking at of each body it could be the earth it could be even like comets that are currently traveling through space or certain satellites or things that are that they've sent out even like years ago and you can and it's very interactive you can like pan it you can tilt you can um click on certain things that you see on there so for example if you click on jupiter right It'll, it'll have like a few facts about it, like Jupiter has 16 moons or something like that. It'll click on Pluto. Pluto, I think it's fucked up that Pluto used to be a planet and then mm-hmm. demoted it. Like, I think that's hella, <laughs> I think that's hella shady. So, like, yeah. I, I don't know what was going on with that. I, I still remember It's the, science, you know, we figure out things as we go. Yeah, I don't know. You never know what your status is going to be in 15 years. You got to tighten up. You got to tighten up at all times. So, yeah, you can click on that. And uh, you can even click on one of, like, the satellites. So there's this one called Voyager 1. And uh, and I just, like, accidentally saw it, too. So when I clicked on it, they launched that in 1977. This is just off the facts that I remember. And it, I don't even know what the mission is, but it is 14 billion miles away. Mm. from earth right now and they can even tell you like the speed that it's going at in relation to the sun so i think it was going to like 30 40 000 miles an hour through through space which is wild so um i would say definitely you know check that out and yeah that's really cool yeah and the way you if you the way you can you can even keep zooming out more there isn't a lot more information past pluto i mm. mean you can zoom out and then you can just kind of see like the solar system is just like a little dot in this huge milky way like it's yeah. like a you can't even see it anymore you know so um yeah definitely next time you stub your toe on something just know that you are you're a just speck you're a speck you're an infinitesimal microcosm of anything okay so yeah yeah it's uh and that's that what makes you know space and understanding the vastness of it so cool it's just like to see how significant and yet insignificant we all are is just grand scheme of it's it's just it is like you said wild yeah yeah like (laughs) i feel like you could i was about to say something too super bad you could like (laughs) i don't know burn down a whole forest and in the grand scheme of things, it no, doesn't matter. No, we did not say that. We didn't say that. We didn't say that. <laughs> nah, don't do it. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it just helps to put things in perspective. Is all. It I mean, does. It does. So let's dig into <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So NASA, like I said, I was checking out the, uh, the that you know the website, but there's also like a whole bunch of plans that they have for you know future projects and things and they it's it's pretty it's pretty lofty i'd say especially since um i don't know it's been maybe 60 years since they Mm. first launched their first i think it was sputnik one or something Mm -hmm. it probably wasn't i don't think it was nasa i think it was like a russian thing but you know anyone on earth has you know launched a uh an aircraft into space not an aircraft some sort of spacecraft i guess into Mm -hmm. space and 
in the in this decade in the 2020s they're looking to have a robotic mission to uh, exoplanets an exoplanet is a planet that's not in our solar system mm-hmm. so if i say exoplanet just know it revolves another star that's not our own sun and um and that's that and also in by the end of the decade they want and it's not Mars, but you know, I think it's 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 a good step in the right direction. They they're looking for people to work and live on the moon. Okay. Like wow. Having, yeah, like having in the next decade. By the end of the by the end of the decade, I think. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think that is cool because, like, well, something that I would I wouldn't want to live there to be honest. I wouldn't want to live there either. There. Nobody's gonna live there. Yeah, but I feel like it. It'll be a good day trip only, <laughs> only because like day trip? I love views, bro. Yeah, because like you could see the Earth. I've never seen the Earth before. I've seen pictures of it. Like, yeah, that looks. If really I'm cool. going to the moon, it's gonna be for a good month at least. What are you gonna do there for a month? <laughs> Work. Explore. All right. <laughs> I mean, there'll be other people there. You can say I did this and that, and th- I'm saying that's a trip. Trip. I'm. Nah, I, I need it. If you go to Thailand, people are. That's on the other side of the country. People aren't going there for a day. I feel you. Or two. So you, why would I, I like go this, to the moon for a day? Because I feel like there's different things to do in Thailand every day. Once you get to the moon, <laughs> it's like you're looking at the same thing for how much a month. <laughs> Like, nah, that's, I feel like for me, that's like, uh, you go on a cruise, you get off the cruise to check out this island and then you get right back on the same day and mm. <laughs> you leave. <laughs> I feel like you Maybe could I'll learn spend a the lot night on the moon. about, you could probably learn a lot about the ships that took you there, meet mm. the people who brought you there. You could meet the people who went there with you and figure out ways to, to learn about the food that you're eating there and how they made yeah, it yeah that's true that's you true. know learn about it's just i just feel like i would want to experience it for a while for a long while okay all right well let's go back to that and i because i want to continue the rest of the time but i do like that thought right so in the, tw- the in the 2030s and this is closer to what you were saying they're looking to send we already have a a rover on mars and it's we do and and there's actually like a live feed i I hope it still works i actually looked at it the other day i mean and i didn't say it before because i was like all right it just looks like rocks it looks like a desert pretty much so but it's still cool to like actually look on mars in real time see what's going on so they're looking to send you know a manned mission to mars in the 2030s i think there's also a mars one thing that um I want to say Elon Musk, or, or, or some private companies doing where they can to colonize Mars as well. Yeah. So this, you know, you hold out, you know, there's definitely um, an opportunity for you. If, but I think it is a one way trip. So, I mean, you're just thinking. Oh, hell that. no. I'm not doing any <laughs> one way trips. I think that one was a one way trip. Anyway, they are looking to send like uh, manned missions to Mars. Um, in the 2040s, they're looking to have robotic missions to distant stars. And in the 2050s, they want to be able to, oh, I'm sorry, in the 2040s, they want to have a robotic mission to a, a different uh, solar system that's close by, which is not close by. When I say close by, I mean 40 light years away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because like the next one is like even further than that. And 40 and light years, oh, side note, light year, that's not like a unit of time where I've heard people talk about. It's distance. Yeah, it is. It's a, a unit it's, of distance. It's a unit of distance. Okay, so if you're traveling at the speed of light, 
in a year, that's when you'll get to that point. Like that's what mm -hmm. a light year is. So this one is 40 light years away, which is uh, we'll, be, we'll definitely be dead by the time, you know, that robot gets there. But um, it's still exciting stuff, I have mm -hmm. to say. Um, uh, in the 2050s, they're also looking to, you know, have robotic missions to distant stars. They even have a plan for like hundreds of years from now, like in 2400, to send actually manned missions to, you know, points in the uh, galaxy or the, the galaxy that we're in mm. that's halfway between where we are and the center of it, you know? So I, um, that's also, you know, a long, a long time from now, but I think it's exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and the way that they're projecting that they're able to do this is based off of pretty much like our, our uh, advancements since the first rocket yeah. ship that we sent up and also how quickly technology is advancing as well. Yeah. You know, there's something called We Moore's should be able to do that by this time based on how quickly we've been developing technology previously. Right, right. Previously, as well as take into account the uh the trend in uh it's something called moore's law where they're they're um it's easier to develop technology as technology actually develops right but specifically like uh the number of transistors that they can fit in like it's, it's based on computing power essentially where um the, the number of transistors that could fit like on an actual chip is doubling every couple years or yeah so. so that's that's almost exponential to the point where exponential yeah, yeah. yeah to that point where you know at this year we'll be able to reach all these these crazy places but but going back to the moon right mm -hmm. one i wouldn't go there for how, how long would you say we go there a month a month i'm not going there for you <sighs> If you're okay, so if you land on the moon and you land on the dark side, would you does it spin or does it just stick in one? I don't know. The Th moon does the, moon, does the moon rotate? Yeah, I don't the know. The moon rotates. The moon rotates. I know it rotates around the earth, but is there some way that it could like rotate? rotate and it's still blocked but i don't know i just wonder i just don't, i wouldn't want to land there and i'm on the dark side and it's like dark the, <laughs> the whole time, time. yeah yeah <laughs> you know? but so. then you can move i don't think it would oh, be dark the, the whole time because it also <clears throat> it also spins that's it true it spins and it rotates it spins but it needs the sun to hit. well yeah i guess the earth wouldn't block it for that long okay all right cool so. yeah so it would be I think it would just be a crazy experience to know that. I mean, I know that people are going on missions and going on even, um, what do you call those? Trips that have nothing, to, expeditions, trips that have nothing to do with work or what they do. It's voluntary. Yeah. Missions? No. <laughs> no, those about, aren't missions. I was thinking about like a, uh, um, I don't know. Those are like just vacations. Oh, like tourism? Like, tourism. Like, oh, okay. Space, oh, space tourism. tourism. Oh, okay, I got you. Has become, well done. Well done. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that's why space I said I would definitely go like become, as part of a cruise. <laughs> yeah, space tourism has become something of... A unique extravaganza experience and 
just knowing that we're already in that time because there are only a few people that really have gotten to do this, you know, so it's, it's still very unique, but in essence, we're in the beginnings and to really understand that and to think of that as people have gone into space and have returned safely, they've been able to see the sights and come back that's very miraculous, and that shows that we're not far off from these um, expected missions, these planned missions, as maybe we thought at one time we would have been. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But I feel like there's still like a lot of, um, well, we can't ignore the, 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 some of the challenges, right? Like, for example, you talk about space tourism. When people go up there, what do we go? I'm, I'm going to want to know what am I going to eat if, if I go up there. Okay, yeah. I don't know. It's how really not it that crazy to think of what you're going to eat when you go up there because I don't know if this has ever come up before in. I want to know what I'm going to eat in That's... our episodes, but I used to do ROTC yeah. when I was in university. Yeah, and we had something called MREs. What's that? There were these like dehydrated meals okay. that came in a vacuum sealed package yeah. that you would just kind of like add a bit of water on the outside of it. And there was this, okay, this is a hard to explain. So we're going to have to do another episode of me actually understanding the science of MREs. Right. All right. Because this is very unique. You can explain the application, though. Yeah. So So you have a package that has some type of chemical in it. You add water to that package. You put your MRE inside of that, and you may or may not have to add water to the MRE itself. Yeah. The chemical heats up. And when I say heats up, I'm talking it gets a really, it could burn you. It's so hot. And it cooks whatever is inside the package that's inside of that. Oh, okay. And sometimes we used to, because sometimes our our trips would be so cold, you could keep an an MRE, like the cook package. Yeah. Because it keeps warm for a long time and you could like hold on to it or put it in your pants or something. Oh, and it'd be like... You cook it just heat to keep warmers. yourself warm. Yeah, but... No, you would never waste it. You would cook it to eat, but you would hold on to it after you cooked your meal. You could hold on to it because it stays warm for a really long time. Yeah. And uh, then you just take your spoon or your fork or whatever. I've had lasagna. I've oh. had lasagna was How one was of it? my favorites. How was it? Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's not regular lasagna, but it's like regular it'll, lasagna. It'll do in a dark forest. It'll do. It, it'll do. Like, okay. it's pretty right. good. It's better than Chef Boyardee. I'll tell you that. Oh, I used to bang Chef Boyardee Exactly. All the time, so if okay. you ever were hungry, like, this this stuff is pretty good. But there are favorites. You know, sometimes you could have a brownie. Brownies come in there as your like you're dessert. Baking the brownie in your pa- in your packet is that? No, you don't bake it. It's already baked. But it's you could warm baked. it up if you wanted to. You could warm it up. 
Oh, okay, so it's just a brownie. You don't have to do the MRE and the water. No, so. you don't oh, have okay, to do so that. Brownie. Okay, it's a brownie. Okay, because the MREs, <laughs> I'm everything is, is the MREs now. can come as <laughs> breakfast, lunch. You get dessert and you get a snack. Yeah. So my favorite snack for the MREs was this. It's kind of like M and M's, except for it's really just a chocolate covered um, coffee bean. Yeah. With a candy coat. Oh, that's dessert. Okay. That that was no, that wasn't dessert. That was the snack. Okay. All right. Cool. So it sounds like the food is covered. They got the lasagna. They're and good, the guys. And They're stuff. good. Uh, but other things like the habit, the habitat, right? You will have to, if you want to stay there for a month, you need a constant source of oxygen, right? You yes, need, you do. Uh, what are you gonna do with the waste and the trash? You know, I mean, what are you gonna? How are you gonna get around? You know how. Even like landing technology, do we have the ability to land and leave constantly do something like that? You know, because that's um, that's uh, that's another thing if you want to have like large scale operations like that. And I think that the moon is a good place to practice all of that stuff, because once you could like nail it down there, then when we go to Mars, we'll already have that you mm. know, handled. So uh, I'm, I'm very interested in uh, how that's going to work. out. I'm glad the end of the decade isn't that far away. So I could definitely uh, wait for that. And I would like I said, I would go just to see the Earth. So since it's not that far away, this type of space travel, um, let, let's take it back real quick. Let's take it back. Let's take it, let's take it back. What this got to do with me? What this got to do with you? What this got to do with all of y'all? Right. The, if the fact that we're even talking about it, that means people people have already been been making moves and been building infrastructure, making mm-hmm. plans to already get there, get into space. Yeah. So we don't want to be left behind on that trend <laughs> again. <laughs> okay. Especially like I said, just because the these kind of developments allow you to be the first. They allow you to be the introduction to an a new economy, a new perspective, a new way of life. And so if anything, we've learned that being the first in a lot of a lot of uh, these experiences that have money, have lifestyle, have imagination and innovation involved could be a great financial investment for a person, right. especially if you have the wherewithal to evolve whatever there is to evolve. Right. And I feel like it's, it's definitely very nice. Things are changing so rapidly. And even with things like AI, like I'm seeing burger flipping robots and completely man, unmanned restaurants and things like that. You yeah. Know? So we definitely have to. Ooh, burgers be able to sound adapt. good right now. Definitely does. Maybe we can get one right <laughs> after this. Veggie burger for me, of course. But like, and, and um, yeah, Shit, I'm thinking about the burger. And I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, we, you know, we have to like adapt, you know, and um, this is definitely a new frontier that we don't want to get left behind in. So yeah. what are like some type of some type of disciplines or jobs that, uh, you know, we need to think about to definitely break into that space. The one I'm thinking of is uh, a physicist, right? If you like physics yes. and space and all that theoretical stuff, that is definitely your lane, bro. Okay. Cause what you're doing, you're get in there, get in there. Yeah. You're observing like all these different types of forces and, you know, I remember physics and, you know, electromagnet, you're studying electromagnetic waves, you're doing research, you're studying atoms, maybe quantum mechanics and things like that. That is definitely your lane. And we're, we're going to be doing a lot more as computing power progresses as well. You'll be a lot more 
<laughs> you'll be a lot more um useful i don't want to say useful you'll you'll be a lot more needed uh in that space as well and i just think that as we do develop in these spaces there are other careers that are going to become even more important as well just like we were talking about that botanist i think biologists and mm -hmm. geologists yep. um even architecture and civil engineering is going to become a lot more yep. important for the development of these spaces and for us to acclimate to another environment it's going to be imperative oh absolutely and even as things continue to grow it, it'll even like spread out to to uh disciplines that aren't as super tech savvy right let's like even like a technical writer that we're going to need those types of people as well the people that can listen and those are they're very important because tech they're the ones that are responsible for listening and understanding what the you know back-end people or the people that are telling you the actual application how it works and then translating it for the layman right because if if the normal consumer was to ask the actual developer or the researcher how something works it's almost like they're speaking two different languages mm -hmm. so that's also something that will also um be useful as well or even like a public affairs type of person because yeah. as you know this is going to be a commercial effort as well you know you need people to be able to uh convey messages to the public in a way communication is very important that's that's still something that is going to be needed as well and someone that specializes in that mm -hmm. even though it's going to be in a different the, the rules will still apply there so there's this space for everyone not just specifically stem but anything that would support a society that is going to be you know functional outside of uh, this domain that we call earth yeah so. stem paralleled no, absolutely. So, I mean, get in where you fit in at, at, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Get in where you fit in. Just imagine this earth now. There's going to be another earth somewhere else. Things are probably going to run pretty much exactly the same. So, definitely. But in I the beginnings like, of the uh, beginnings, be ways. I think that um, knowing a lot about STEM, knowing a lot about the technical and the mathematical, the scientific, um, and a lot of engineering is going to be involved in the beginnings. So the more you know about this realm of understanding, mm -hmm. the better. Yeah, yeah. No, so definitely. brush up. No, yeah, definitely. So yeah, in 2030, if uh, you see Paper Made on Mars, definitely say what's up. Give us some love. All right, dap up. <laughs> dap up. Like, hey, I love your show back on Earth, you know? So um, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. I think uh, we're in for some exciting times. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to be on Mars. I'm going to be honest, not interested. I'm looking for like an avatar type of world mm. for me. But so when that's on and popping, good luck no, you'll with see that. Me over that's there. gonna be a while. But, well, I'm gonna be there if I'm still here, <laughs> and that's a that's a available option. I'm gonna take it. So, all right, thanks guys. Uh, love it. I love the new space. I think we should do the rest of the episodes here, like on this couch. What you think? I'm with it. All right, let's do it. This is the studio now. Absolutely. All right, it's the studio. Thanks for enjoying our episode, guys. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you liked the episode. If you did like it, go ahead and smash that like button and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're also available on all other social media platforms as well, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
If you'd like to reach out to us regarding any critiques, a uh, topic that you'd like us to cover, or you'd just like to be a guest on the show, you can email us at blackhypothesis at gmail.com. Thank you for your support.